The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. Welcome to Spiritual Undirection, a lighthearted podcast about life's most important questions. I am McAfee and Norton Bible teacher Christopher Seals. I am just sharing my social security number away from a $500 Walmart gift card, author teacher John Bennett. And I am Pastor Wayne David Randolph, who uses password as his password. Nice. Yeah, At least I make do. it password 1234. Yeah. Only, only if I want to keep them guessing. Keep oh, them guessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, speaking of which, guys, uh, what's your favorite password that you use for your computer devices? <laughs> I always go um, with the street, the street I was raised on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, and wait, tell us who your second grade teacher was. Yeah, Mrs. Babalosian. And what's your favorite color? Was she Green. Armenian? She was Armenian. I think I, I, think I know her. Yeah. It was, it was at a Presbyterian private school. That's the one that used to beat us, Chris, with a wooden stick that said FRED, and it was an acronym for Rear End Discipline, and that's some oh. bull crap, and this is why I have issues with some of, like, organized religion, dude. That makes a lot of sense. <sighs> Sorry. Second grade. Sorry. Yeah, cool. So dude, what was your mascot? First, first through fourth grade. <laughs> the Crusaders, what do you think, <laughs> Was it really the Crusaders? Of course we were, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> oh, man. And well, uh, 50 years oh. before that, they were just called the Infidel Killers. <laughs> well, I told you guys that my high school was the Conquistadors, right? Nice. Yeah, that's right. Day. Yeah. Take back God's land. Yeah. That's right. But they, they changed into a more appropriate one, the Bombers. Here's some blankets. Now give me your land. Thank you very much. Do you guys ever use the suggested password, like from yes. Apple or Google or whatever? Just and it's recently, like forever long. Yeah, so many dashes and uh-huh. yeah. I only if I know that. No, only if it's like a throwaway website that I'm just using at one time. Got you. Yeah, uh, can I ask you guys a, a serious question? I, mm-hmm. sh- should I have a VPN? Hmm. All I know is that students really want a VPN. Of course when, they do. <laughs> when they want to play games while on our school's internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love you guys, international students who maybe <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. League of Legends won't play itself, you know? That's right. <laughs> League of Legends won't play itself. So v- VP. VPNs, I've heard like other people, like the the government and China are watching us type people who say that VPNs are necessary, right? So that they can't tell what you're Don't try doing. to make me feel guilty for making that joke. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, but th- I mean, is that a thing that people... Yeah, no, that's legit. Yeah. Yeah, that's legit. Uh, now I feel like a jerk. No, 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 John, 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 you're right. You're great. They do play League of Legends a lot, a lot. but not not all of them, of course, because I'm not stereotyping. 
That's right. When I was teaching, I, it was um, Hearthstone. Oh, Hearthstone. Yeah. That my, my international students were rocking. And then I would get them to play a little bit more like uh, some Hog Riders, some Clash Royale with me. That's right. Oh, yeah. And, all, uh, all my students right now play either Clash or this like uh, Retro Bowl. Like yes, Retro game. Bowl. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a big one. Dude, Clash, yep. the longevity of that game, though? My goodness. Any of your kids play Rocket League? Oh, I play Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. There's Rocket League or there's like a the Roblox is like mm-hmm. little mini games in Roblox is kind of a thing it's right now, big. too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In high school, really? <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. My middle schoolers are all about Roblox. Uh, my freshmen are. And then it like drops off significantly. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's such a blessing and a curse to have technology at school. Agreed. Do you, um, yeah. So change your passwords, everyone. There you go. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Yeah. Be smart. And happy National Computer Security Day. Mm-hmm. November 30th. Huzzah. I, uh, I've been playing this stupid Vegas game uh, app, uh, and it's mindless, but you get points, and then you can cash those points in, like if you're in Vegas, and the family, uh, we're, we're headed out there. Uh, over Christmas break, um, and so I've been I've been playing this stupid game to get some two for one uh, roller coaster tickets. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. We're gonna stop at a what, ghost town on the way. I'm so excited. That's fun. Yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. What What do you? What does one do in Vegas? Who like a person who doesn't want to like do all the Vegasy things? Like, bro, the, you ready? Yeah. So we're going to. Um, the Valley, uh, Valley of Fire. It's a state park, and they have like mm-hmm. slot canyons and stuff. Yep, and it's a good one. There's Area 15, which is uh, there's four or five different um, art exhibits, uh, like immersive art exhibits that are like super in, in, incredible. And uh, one of them's called uh, Omega Mart. We did it last year. Uh, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's crazy, dude. And that's by uh, Meow Wolf is the name of the like art collective. That's not real. Um, there is a <laughs> that's a that's, that's not real. Sure that's actually a city. That's a city in Massachusetts. <laughs> it's a city in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a my favorite place actually. I'll probably go there like honestly three or four times while we're there. Is the circus 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 mostly. But uh, if not, if it's closed, then I'll be at the pinball museum. Uh, mm. And they have, and you'll just bounce around there for a little bit. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of when, there's a lot of cool things to do there, dude. And when Wayne gets there, they really pull out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. oh. I don't get it. <laughs> no, is our stops a thing in pinball machines? Uh, I think you're kind of off target with that joke. Gosh, dang oh, it, Chris. Jeez. <laughs> uh, look at us just flapping our guns gums here. <laughs> What is happening, dude? Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Uh, springs. Uh, and and Denise really wants to see, potentially see the, the Beatles uh, Cirque du Soleil show. So we're going to see if we can find some, nice. some nice. discount tickets. You know what I'm saying? The nice Beatles. 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 Cool. Wait. What were we talking about? Computer security? Vegas. Vegas. Hey, everyone, this is a Christian Answers podcast. We pull questions from <laughs> online questioners and life experiences. If you have a question for us, you can tweet using the hashtag spiritual undirection. You can also send us a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. Kind of in keeping with that theme, I um, 
in my classroom on the back wall, I created this thing called the Wonder Wall. I put up a picture of Oasis, um, <laughs> and it's called the Wonder Wall because that's where kids write their random Bible questions that don't fit in our class curriculum. I love um, that picture you sent us. Yes, and so I actually I have I'm going to pull one that I feel like Christmas season has dawned. Um, I mean, it's after Halloween already. So, um, are you actually in your classroom pulling this off the wall as we speak? I'm pulling it off the wall right now. It's off the Wonder Wall. Nice. I said maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like this is Christmas oriented um, because it talks about little baby Jesus. Sweet. When Jesus was a baby, did he have the mind or conscience? Probably mean consciousness. Did he have the mind or consciousness of God? Mm. Like, was he trapped? Like, like the full alert consciousness of God in a little baby being like, this is terrible. I would like to say things now, but I can't because I have a little baby mouth. Because I have a little baby mouth. Uh, (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think Jesus has access to that at at infant stage. Why not, Wayne? Because then he would have to fake um, like language acquisition and learning how to like walk and because he'd already know how to do those things. And so yeah. I, I think that I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I, I know, like I, I hold these things very loosely, mm-hmm. but it seems to be like if he really is going to be, um, if, if part of the deal is, is that he needs to be human kind of thing and for us to relate to him, then he really needs to go through the human experience without, you know, utilizing his, uh, his oogly boogly powers. So I, I kind of think of that like, uh, you know, although he does not consider equality with God, somebody to be grasped. So I, I yeah. just, I imagine this like letting go-ness. Um, we've, we've had this talk, like, yeah. I think throughout the years. I, I think it's actually more like um, uh, Men in Black 2. Okay. Like Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith? Uh, um, uh, it's Will Smith. Steve Buscemi. It's Will Smith, a- right? I don't know. Isn't I mean, it Will Smith who like looking people? He is in a weird what? Um, <laughs> and I believe it's pronounced Buscemi. <laughs> That's only if there's mozzarella. That's and, right. uh, <laughs> Didn't they wipe Will Smith's mind at the end of the first one? Uh, or was that um, Jones? That was Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was Jones. So so the beginning of the second one, Jones. I think he's like a mailman or whatever. But he's like looking up at the stars, and Will Smith is like. You ever wonder like why you're so attracted to that place up there? Like I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Cause you've been there." Like, so there's like this familiarity, but he, yeah. but he like had he didn't have access to those memories, and I, mm-hmm. so I, I, yeah. I kind of like, I'm also very idealistic, and I like good storytelling, so I like the idea of Jesus learning how to be Jesus from Jesus, like so, like yeah. if the Word becomes flesh, kind of idea, right? Yeah. Um, have we have we ever talked about Dan Wallace? <laughs> Is, like, is that the his, uh, is that the fingerprint of the no? That's Hancock. Um, yeah, Dan Wallace. Dan, Dan Wallace. He's the um, he's like a Greek um, scholar and a um, biblical manuscript scholar, and he has this like project where they're like they're trying to digitize all of these manuscripts because the more people look at them, the more the ink fades and all of this. And so he's digitizing the world's collection of all these papyri and stuff. But he had an, uh, I can't remember if it was a disease or an accident of some sort. And he had amnesia, like he got amnesia and then forgot so much stuff. But then he, including biblical Greek, but he had written textbooks teaching biblical Greek. And so he like 
had to reteach himself biblical Greek from his own books. From himself. That's dope. Yeah. That's a trip, right? So it's like basically the thing that you just said, but like this guy in real life. But like sprinkle yeah. in the divine. Yeah. <laughs> and I even think like with that, I, I just, this just clicked for me now because I know we've talked about something similar before, but even before the incarnation, because I think a lot of times we, we see the crucifixion as the most sacrificial thing that God has ever done. But more and more I'm seeing the incarnation mm. itself as this like great divine sacrifice of like, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down so much just to become human. And so even thinking about like the divine mind had to like think about, okay, to what extent do I empty myself? Like, well, am I going, am I going full baby or what? And that's a part of it too, is that he's fully emptying himself into a cloth diaper and has to sit in it until Mary changes it. <laughs> that's right. Let's hope, let's hope she's attentive. Do you think they did diapers though, guys? Uh, they probably had cloth diapers, right? I would at least be shoving a little bit of straw up a BH or something. I don't know. Cause I think that like, maybe this is the hippie side of me, but I'm like, like the whole world was just dirt, right? So like at that point, it's not like you're going to mess up the tile or the carpet. And so let it flow, let, her, let it flow. let her rip. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so we did, um, I don't know if this is too much information, but we did elimination communication with um, baby number two. Um, and so like from infant stage, she was like using a potty. Um, and because of like not using the diaper all the time, um, Katie was like super good at knowing her cues when she was going to pee or poop. And she would just like take her over to her potty and put her on wow. a potty and do it. Like Katie, Katie seals mom of the year. Yeah. Good job, Katie. Yep. Yeah. So I'm wondering maybe that like if Mary was an attentive mom, which I mean, what's, what's the Catholic line you always, always say about her blessed among whatever's blessed among all women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, or thy room, thy womb. Jesus. Can you imagine, though, being like God and being fully cognizant and being like, Mary, I'm going to save you from your sin, and yet you are not taking this diaper situation seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I'm kind of hungry right now, and you are cleaning my poopy diaper cloth, Uh and you're not feeding me. And I told you I don't like bananas. There were bananas in Palestine, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was, sure. I was anticipating lentils. Ah, uh, lentils. Maybe dates. Definitely have dates. And oh, if yeah. you want to, if you want a messy diaper, give a baby a bunch of dates. Oof, oof, gross. Why are um, we talking about diapers, guys? <laughs> John, by the way, gross. By the, way the Vatican, the Vatican just beat me in and said that Mary didn't have any sin. So, okay, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Hey, um. Did they also John, I know we kind of we we kind of kind of glanced by your joke, but um, the thing when you said about God emptying himself, but then Jesus emptying himself in the diaper, yeah. like a that? big load, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was really good. I just want to let you know. I think we like kept talking instead of acknowledging that that was a good joke. You did a good job, John. I, I had follow up jokes, but we just kept going on for a while because I wanted to know like if Jesus puts a full load in there, like because it's Jesus, like. Does it smell differently? Is it yeah. is is does it give off like like a nice shimmer? You know, is well, there is there some is there some iridescence? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like an oil slick. <laughs> oh, like when I came back from Uzbekistan. <laughs> what? Oh, because of all the, uh, because of all the fat and butter. Like they have like butter tea uh, and uh-huh. stuff, and like all the fat uh, we ate. So when I poo pooed, oh, yeah. it was like an oil slick in my toilet for like two weeks. That's great. Yep. Oh yeah, I've had those. No, um, you asked, Chris. 
What if, <laughs> what if when Jesus um, passed gas, it's like when the Vatican chooses a new pope, and it's just like white smoke coming up. That's right. <laughs> or it's or it's dark smoke if he's uncertain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you see that the pope fired a uh, fired a? Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't be another pope. S- some uh, some major dude in the Catholic Church in Texas. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Went ahead and fired him. Was it about guns? Mostly. Uh, There's a bunch of other weird and random stuff. Neat. Uh, yeah. Go Pope Francis. <laughs> hmm. Are you on Team Francis? Always. Yeah. I like Francis. He's good. Cool. He's yeah. good. You know why he picked his name, John? <laughs> 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 oh, why? Because well, of... You know what? You don't need to answer that because I have a question from Reddit since we're speaking about the Pope. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is from Valium 10 Roche. Or Roach. R-O-C-H-E. Okay. And here's what they say. If celibacy is a higher vocation than marriage, why don't more Christians stay celibate? Mm. Where is he getting his numbers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you counted all the Christians? I don't think so. Uh, he says something about, uh, 500 million are not celibate. Not Got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Like all the pre- um, priests in the Catholic church are still celibate. Yes. Yeah. Have the, has there, what about the Eastern Orthodox? Do they do that or they get married? I don't know. I'm in the Midwest. <laughs> 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 whatever, whatever those Massachusetts sins want to do. Yeah. They can do that. Got it. Mm. I'll call the Vatican while you answer this question. Okay, good. The, I mean, the, the not very funny answer is that I, Gary Thomas wrote a book called Sacred Marriage, and it's a really good book. It, you know, I don't like relationship books aren't my favorite books because, I don't know, sometimes I feel like you read the first two chapters and then they just kind of keep repeating their point for the rest of the chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Thomas's book, um, his central thesis is what if marriage was made to make us not happy, but to make us holy. Um, and he did um, his, I think, either his doctoral thesis or his master's thesis at Regent College was on the doctrine of sanctification. Um, and he studied historically how there was this decline in the view of marriage that like in the Jewish worldview, like marriage is part of what it means to be like fully yourself like mm-hmm. is to find another human that completes you. Um, but then there's this like lowering of the status of married people as celibacy becomes more and more of a thing. And then once you get to the fourth century, everybody who is em- employed or a professional Christian at that point is single. And so they're all going to think that marriage is a sucky thing to do um, unless you just can't have self-control. And so, of course, if you want to be holy, then you have to be. Go to a, a Christian s- college and get married in your freshman year. <laughs> Well, if that's you're like lucky. the new evangelical. That's the new evangelical version. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think that model is going away, though, dude. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, mostly, I think, mostly I think because those big Christian universities are closing, going away. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I think though there. So he has this point in his book that I think was like pretty on point. He says that if you want to be more free to serve Jesus, then stay single, um, because when you're single. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot less things tying you down. But if you want oh, to yeah. become more like Jesus, 
Like, and if you want to be called on all of your blind spots and all your crap and have someone ask you questions about why you do the things that you do and make you actually become a better person, then he's like, well, then get married in that case. Um, Hate that for sure. I think that's fair. Yeah. If you, if you enter either singleness or marriedness as a, um, as a tool for growth and holiness, you'll just, you'll grow in both ways, but just differently. Yeah. I like, I like that angle. Yeah, not telling your wife 20 minutes before you record a podcast that you're going to record a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not asking you not up. asking before uh, making deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgave her for that, but we're still working through it. You're a good man, John. I am. I am. This is me becoming more holy as I forgive her for making deviled eggs. You are holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I changed the key. Sorry. Hey, as Christians, should we stop? This is from Quora. As Christians, should we stop celebrating the heathen Christmas in December and establish the true Christian Christmas in the correct season of Jesus' birth in March or April? Absolutely. Uh, That'll show them. By the the way, I'm pretty sure the the heathen Christmas was established by the Catholic Church, so sorry, John. I'm not trying to take shots at you, but... No. Listen, evangelical question writer. Let me just say this on behalf of the Vatican. Shove it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Manashevitz. <laughs> Manashevitz, yes. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Sure. I mean, I don't think it's really an indication of the actual time when Jesus was born as much as like the spirit of what the holiday represents, right? Mm, purchases. Purchases. Um, Eggnog. The noggin, the noggin egg. Uh, Jinx, you owe me a bottle. Giggity. Uh. (laughs) Here's the thing: is that Mariah Carey has to eat, and when she was popular, her songs were more summer anthems. You know, Mm. like when you got "Always Be My Baby." That's like a great late spring, early Uh, summer, and then you have like John Fantasy Baby. John, John, that's a good one too. So, are you a a Jimmy? Are you a Jimmy Kimmel fan? Uh, I mean. He's funny feel, enough, yeah. I feel, I feel like, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Denise just told me recently, she likes Jimmy Kimmel a lot, that that he doesn't like Mariah Carey's, like he doesn't like Christmas season because he doesn't like Mariah Carey's like music, like he has to hear it. Mm-hmm. And his wife pulled a prank on him and had Mariah Carey come into their room <laughs> in like five in the morning or something like that and woke him up by singing some like one of her Christmas songs or something. And Amazing. That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, well, sorry, and so, just made me think of it. Well, and Jesus obviously loves Mariah Carey, and that's why he ordained that Christmas happens in the wintertime, which is not typically peak Mariah Carey season because mm. she has summer anthems. So she needs to have a year-round thing, and that's mm. why. That's really getting in the spirit of why it's the 25th is for... I mean, if God does possess foreknowledge, then he would have known that Mariah Carey does need to eat. She's really <laughs> struggling. She, she's, yes, she is so struggling. Yeah. She to was the, not, yeah. Thank to the, God. The, to the questioner, I, I would say, uh, you know, if you want to play these silly, silly culture wars, then yes, by all means, boycott the godless heathen December vacation holiday and mm. pick another day and that'll show them that'll 
it'll get people right into the kingdom. Yeah, and while you're at it, stop speaking English because that's from Germanic tribes that were. Mm-hmm. That's you. right. Yeah, I mean, they, they were I mean, pretty godless. They are pretty bad. As pagan <laughs> as you come. That's right. Yeah. My mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. And don't speak Latin either because, I mean, Jerome's version of the Bible is called the Vulgate, which is like vulgar. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Or (laughs) or keep it on uh, December and come hang out with us and have some eggnog and spread some Yuletide cheer, friend. That's right. Actually, eggnog um, comes from the uh, Roman fertility goddess, and they believe that the eggs would inspire more fertility. That's why they ate them. In nog form, so can't do that. The eggs would inspire more nogging. Yep. Yes. Hey, by more having like snogging, s- am I right? <laughs> you poop butt. <laughs> <laughs> Takes one to know one. Nice. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> gross, um, gross indeed. Are we Speaking back at which, diapers again already? Is gross. Eggnog. Is eggnog gross. is not gross, John. Really? Is um, that your yes? The whole thing. In, is that your final answer? About, hold on. Hold on. The taste is fine, but the appearance and the consistency as we're talking about fertility and stuff, I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate you. It's gross. Uh, you know what's funny? I, I mean, I, I guess this isn't very funny. I have the exact opposite experience of eggnog as you, John. Like it's the taste of it that I don't really like, but I like the idea of like a, a thick, viscous – alcoholic drink with, um, with egg in whites. the winter there's like yeah there's just something about that that feels good to me but mm. the the part of eggnog that i can't do is that there's like there's always like a wintergreen something to it i don't know no. if do they put mint in eggnog there's no. always like a the, no. the flavor of eggnog has like a minty something to oh, me and i just don't like i wonder if it's the nutmeg yeah it's a little you medicinal know, chris if you want to drink snot just come out to the midwest in the late spring when the boxwoods are really you know blossoming uh-huh. then you can yeah you can drink snot all day man you just have post nasal drip but that also doesn't taste good john that's the problem uh, well then i, I need know. some good tasting snot like the uh, like the stuff that they drizzle on the the cinnabon you know what i mean yeah or like the inside of a, of a cream egg oh the cinnabon is good though oh man i could drink that yeah you wouldn't put a straw in calories t- of it you wouldn't put a straw into a Cadbury cream egg and just go after it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be rock bottom for me, but I would love it. <laughs> John, like the, the later interviews, John, when did you discover that you had given up? Well, was, I started mainlining. I started mainlining. <laughs> I started going on Easter egg hunts and pushing the kids out of the way just to get the Cadbury eggs. Just to get that sweet, sweet eggnog. I brought my own underneath the bleachers and just sip out the inside. I just thought it was crazy, John, when you got the your like initials engraved into your own hyper. uh, What's that needle? What kind of hypodermic? Hypodermic. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was cool that you got your initials, but I also thought it was like, wow, this guy's really into it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, but I didn't know you could slam you could slam that stuff right into your veins. So I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, by the way, listener, don't try this at home. <laughs> don't, don't don't try this at home. Oh. Well, Christmas is actually, well, I mean, the December 25th, I think the thing that the Catholic Church has done through the years that I'm like, I think this was a really good move, Catholic Church. So I tip my hat to you, John. Um, 
and I guess Francis um, and and the, the Catholics of the past. But I think that the idea of taking like the times when p- pagans would be celebrating, because like if imagine yeah. you're a Cultural Christian person appropriation. That's right. I'm all for it in this sense. Um, <laughs> it, well, so like if in on December 25th, all of your pagan friends are celebrating like that, the Yule Fest or Saturnalia or whatever, doing their orgies and stuff. All the Christians are just sitting at home being like, oh, not us, though. So instead, I th- it seems like the church strategically was like, well, let's party for other reasons. Because huh? who wants to wait till March? That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. That's also, uh, it's pronounced orge. <laughs> Bacchanales. <laughs> um and yeah, I think that's what they did with um, All Saints Day, right? Uh, As yeah. well, yes. Yeah. So I mean, good job, Catholic Church. Tomato, yeah. tomato. And Ash Wednesday. But I mean, Christmas is a biblical holiday, and speaking of biblical holidays, um, you know what we haven't turned to in a long time—the the verse of the day. Dude, I vibe so hard when you do that. Yeah, like nodding my head and nice. I actually jumped up and did the Running Man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I heard the the feet stomping in the background. Um, This is the verse of the day where we. roll dice like the Urim and Thummim of old just to see what verse the Lord has for us today. And we don't have to read context because scripture is sharper than a double-edged sword and swords don't need context to cut. And so I'm going to have my friends roll their dice and this is going to tell us. Chris. Yes. uh, Friend singular. Uh, I don't have my dice with me tonight. I'm sorry. I got it. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Well, John will be the... um, the divining rod of the Lord. Um, John, can you roll a D4, please? Heck yeah. D4 is a three. Can you roll a D20 now? Uh, eight. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. This will be interesting, I think. This will be a good verse. Um, can you roll a D6, just a regular six-sided dice? I can. Four. Nice. And um, probably a D20, right? Yeah, yeah, roll a D20. Yeah, why not? Four again. And a D10. Oh, my goodness. Uh, seven. Cool. So uh, Here we go. I fear for you that somehow I have wasted my efforts on you. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> thus, the word of the Lord. thus spoketh the Lord. That is literally the whole verse. I fear for you that somehow I have wasted my efforts on you. Oh, man. I think that's going to be somebody speaking to their Christmas cookies. They've been baking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, or a good present that they're going to give to somebody who just won't appreciate it. That's right. Another one. Yep. A.K.A. Every, well, I was going to say every toddler, but not every toddler. Uh yeah, I mean, like, you can give them a box and they'll be happy. Uh-huh. Can, For five seconds. Can you can read I it again, Chris? Oh, go ahead, John. That? Well, go ahead and read it again and I'll, okay. I'll explain. Here's the verse. Ready? I fear for you that somehow I have wasted my efforts on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I tell you guys something and just don't tell anybody else? Okay. Mom's um, the word. It is impossible to buy a physical gift for my wife. How come? 
because she has actually good taste and I don't. Mm. So when I buy like, I don't know, clothing item, jewelry, anything, she's like, oh, this is nice, but not what I would wear. And uh, Mm. I just, this verse just spoke to me. Mm. Is gift giving one of her love languages? I don't know. So just get a gift card. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it should be. I'm actually going to do the thing where, like, this entitles you to two hours of quality time with your husband. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll go over well. And this coupon allows you to rub my back for an hour. (laughs) But I will listen attentively while you do it. Uh Uh-huh. There you go, fellas. Got him. Wayne, any interpretations on this verse for you? I fear Uh, for you that uh, somehow I've wasted my efforts on you. I was writing down, I was taking notes on what to ask Denise later. Um, I was thinking about my Christmas meal and how, um, unfortunately, there's only limited seats at the table. And um, there's always that one uncle that you invite and you're like, man, maybe I shouldn't have invited him this year. <laughs> mm. Yeah. He's, it's Uncle Bob, always yeah. complaining about stuff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I do have some people that I'd love to invite in, in their place, but... This whole blood's thicker than water thing, you know. Uh, don't serve the eggnog. <laughs> oh no! If he shows up, I'll I'll hide. I'll lock up the eggnog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. That's right. Because yeah. it's only for you. That gross. No, 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 no. I share. I share with a lot of people, but when Uncle Unc gets into it, he gets a little drunk and drunk. You know what I'm saying? Wayne, have you ever had ponche when you were in the Dominican Republic? Absolutely. Is is that different than eggnog? Isn't that just eggnog? It, it it's it's might as well be the same thing. And um, in Mexico, it's uh, rompompe, hmm. right? And it's, have you had have you had that one? No. Or the ice cream? It's a daddy oh, Yankee song. <laughs> rompompe. It should be. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a it's a yummy it's a yummy drink. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's 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 all those yummy. It's rum and, and goodness. Yeah. Isn't that just what Bailey's is? Bailey's is just... No. Eggnog of Ireland? No. No. Now you're getting no? ahead of yourself, Chris. It's the chocolate milk of Ireland. Gotcha. Okay. It's the Nestle's quick. <laughs> <sighs> there you go. But not, we're not making any commentary on Irish people, though. That's right. That's By the way, right. if you like Bailey's... Trader Joe's has their own, like, just Irish cream, like, with their brand label on it for substantially cheaper, mm. from, what, I, from probably, what I've heard. It's probably still produced by the same manufacturing place as Bailey's. It's probably, it's, it's, it's probably, it's probably better from what I've heard. It's really mm. good in coffee, too, um, but that one I actually know for a fact. Nice. <laughs> well, that being said, I fear for you that somehow I've wasted my efforts on you. Oh. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Guys, Thanks can I just tell you something God. really random? Uh-huh. So I record in my garage, and uh, the top of my garage has that, like, uh, what's the cottage cheese ceiling called? Mm, acoustic spray foam. Acoustic spray foam. Thank you. And so there's, like, these, like, dust areas, and uh-huh. there's this one piece of dust that the more I look at it, it looks like a frog leg, and I'm really concerned that maybe... A frog got up there and somehow died and left his or like left his leg there. Mm. So it's just weird, guys, because it's like you know, it's feet off the ground. You know what I mean? 
I was hoping it would be like uh, you saw the the face of Christ in the ceiling. I think if you look long enough, Wayne. Uh, I mean, I could try that, but I'll send you guys a picture right now. It's pretty weird, dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. I know we're doing a podcast and all. Yes. Um. <laughs> Well, we're still in in the midst of shopping season, so I thought maybe we could uh, go through our, our grown-up Christmas lists because I think maybe our wives um, listen to this podcast, and so that way, you know, it's just a good way of letting people know what we want because mm. um, that's what this is really all about. Does that seem yep. like a good idea? Yeah. yeah absolutely, easy. Chris. You're, you're filled with them. Wayne, what's on your grown-up Christmas list? What's on my grown-up Christmas list, Chris? Is the question that you put into my face. Um, um, what is on my grown? Oh, this. Oh, it's. I feel like it's. It's not grown-up, but it. But it is. You know. You know how I like to go do the pew pew, the the air softing stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. There may or may not be some airsofting items that I would like to add to my repertoire, if you will, mm. so I can go out like a grown man in my combat kilt, and I can go and shoot uh, plastic BBs at other grown men. And on some and on some days we laugh, and on some days we get really pissed at each other because it's so <laughs> serious. <laughs> you, wait, what is a combat kilt? Is this a oh kilt? oh you heard that? <laughs> uh-huh. That's amazing. I want to hear yeah. more about this. Um, there's another picture I'll send you guys if you promise to not put it on uh, any of our social media things and okay, keep it well, just I'll, in our I'll, group chat. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, it's 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 like uh, imagine imagine if you had a little bit of Scottish blood in you and you are overweight and you like to shoot BBs at other grown men and you want to wear a kilt because it's like air conditioning. But it also like makes you a little bit different out there. And then also mm. people are trying to shoot you in areas that you weren't trying to get shot in before. Mm. So that's okay. cool. Like your entire body. <laughs> yeah. I try to not get shot in my entire body either. But uh, the, you, well, Guys, we had an active shooter drill and I had to be the one getting shot. Nice. Oh, dude. What did that do for your psyche? Well, three days later, we had a real active shooter drill, active shooter situation. Oh, no. Yeah. Kid brought oh, a BB my... gun to school. Oh, geez. My heart just stopped for you, bro. Yeah, thanks. I was in the worst classroom in the entire building, too, so it was awesome. <laughs> John, I'm glad you're with us. I am still here. They shot me in the knee in this situation, so I was all right. Okay. With a BB Wait, gun? have you ever gotten shot through your beard um, with a yes, airsoft? yes, yes, I have, Ooh. yes, I have. Wait, did yeah, that no, take it, any velocity off of it? It did. That's why I'm like chuckling because I've made like like multiple times like, oh wow, if, if I didn't have a beard, that probably would have really stung. <laughs> <laughs> like note to shot self with BB right in your jugular. Oh my oh, gosh, that's yeah. so painful. Yeah, and the yeah. more the more I'm playing, the more I'm I'm. It seems like I'm playing with other people who are also, you know, they're also progressing and they're also putting more money into their stuff, mm. and so all of oh, us yeah. are using heavier BBs now and have better, like better BB guns. <laughs> so it definitely, yeah. like, it definitely is progressively like hurting a little bit more. But I know that I'm hurting mm. them just as much, so that makes me feel it's good. Yeah, sure. You're moving yeah. from like pee wee football to like college level football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're almost to the concussion stage. 
<laughs> at some point hopefully it'll mess with my uh, my soul and really you know ask me if i'm glorifying guns and war but for now i'm having fun and that's on my big boy list nice awesome. nice oh also I, I mean at this point we've already talked about eggnog enough like it, it's no joke that i'm uh or it's no secret that you know i like the eggnog so I, I, there's a couple bottles on my on my adult list yeah yeah send it my way that's fine all right good Yep. Stuff's good. That's a good one. General yeah, how about you guys? Um, I actually need a new speedo. <laughs> do you do you wear the jammers or do you do you go full brief? I do drag suit, so it's like brief esque, but it's like baggier and it's mesh. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Why is it called what? a drag suit? Because it creates drag. Oh, because oh, you're doing it for like stamina and like workout. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not so much like it's like swimming with a parachute. It's just a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and now that I know one of my students' lifeguards at the pool I'm at, it's a little bit less um, <clears throat> revealing than a speedo. Gotcha. Or a jammer, so I feel a little bit better about it. Gotcha. Yeah. If you were having to swim away from um, Freddy Krueger, would those not be the swim trunks you'd want on? Uh, I think they'd be okay because the point two seconds per twenty five meters that I would gain. Um, would probably not be enough to save me. And if it's a Freddy Krueger situation, you could always just kick off your underwear. What? Why? <laughs> because then you'd have less drag. <laughs> sure. Or would you have more drag? <laughs> oh, it's like an anchor. Um, Chris, what would... <laughs> what? Well, I mean, do, do you think... What do you think would happen... What do you think if you would happen if you went to, like... Uh... Like a theatrical, like if you went to a drag show and you were wearing just your drag Chris, suit. Chris, you think? you're not recovering out of that, bro. That's hilarious. No? Okay. <laughs> I have wondered, though, what would happen if you were swimming naked in like a lake or an ocean or something? Uh-huh. Would something bite it? Mm. Like a fish? Would they be confused? Oh, there is that pee-pee, that pee-pee antics fish. Ugh. Oh yeah, that's right. The wee wee antics. I, I think I believe it's wee wee antics. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Chris, what's your gift? Uh, I'm bringing this oh, back. Oh goodness, guys, I'm sorry. No, I, I was. Could you like pull off a, a little like humor though? If it was like an open to all drag show, then you could be like, "Here I am." <laughs> Get it's a drag. It's a drag suit, guys. Uh, yeah, or a drag what? race. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say drag racing. If you're both wearing drag suits, is it a drag race? Yeah. Nice. Okay, um, Pokemon cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Are you playing Pokemon now? Um, I picked it up because um, I really wanted to play Magic the Gathering with my daughter, but all the cards are very spooky, and the rules are so complicated. And Dude, I, like, I just started playing with my daughter, too. Pokemon but, or Magic? Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Get one of those boxes that teaches you how to do it. We got we got the three-box set. And nice. So there's a, the Pikachu deck, an Eevee deck, and a... I already forgot what the name of the red one is. The fire guy. Yeah. Fire guy. Fire guy. You guys are super cute. Charmander? No, it's not. It's no. Um, Noah and I did Yu-Gi-Oh for a little while. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really cute, You know what's off-putting to me with Yu-Gi-Oh, though? Is like, first of all, with Magic the the Gathering. Uh, maybe that. You say the dashes? <laughs> the dashes in the title. Well, whenever I look at Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I've never actually watched it played. But like the um, Yu-Gi-Oh 
like if there's a creature, its health is like five thousand, and that mm-hmm. just like seems like too much math to keep track of. Like I'll give you that, bro. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. In magic, if someone like if you have a huge creature, it's like wow, it's a fifteen. Uh, but I can do that kind of math in my brain. But like yep. five thousand, that's too much. Too much. Yep. Even I'll give you that, bro. Kind of hard because it's like one hundred and fifty creature, but then you have like thirty damage at a time or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I guess it's good because our. Do you guys are wonder that stuff? Do, do you guys wonder if if uh, you're gonna burn in hell for playing those games? Uh, Pokemon, because because they're little pocket monsters and monsters are inherently evil. Yeah. So the school that my, the school that my wife taught at, and my kids were at for a little while, and I'm I'm thankful, so thankful for their time there. I truly, truly am. Before I start making jokes, like beautiful people, they poured into my family. God bless them. But wow, were they were they reactive in some of the culture stuff? And mm. yeah, like not only was it like Pokemon is is banned but it's like it's banned yeah because it's like the devil's game and it's it's wow. a it's a gateway it's a gateway drug yeah I see basically Pikachu it's the Ouija, it's the ouija Satan. board yeah it's the ouija board of card games yeah totally didn't yeah so like how do you guys how do you guys well i mean how do you guys deal the, with that as parents of, of little ones and you both work at uh christian institutions that may or may not have that type of policy I would just say, read the book of Job. Behemoth and Leviathan are basically giant Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Land and water types. Right? Yep. yep. I summon Leviathan. That's mm-hmm. actually a creature type in Magic the Gathering, too. So Yeah. It's also <laughs> it a is. move in, in wrestling. Ooh. Is it? I don't know, but I, I'd see it in my head. It's amazing. <laughs> nice. Well... We're talking about condemnation. So this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Direction. It means a lot that you would listen to us. I hope you are having a delightful Mariah Carey-filled Christmas season that you also think about Jesus. And know that so. we all we want for Christmas, listener, is you. Mm-hmm. To leave a review for us. Nice setup, John. High five. Yep. High five. Yeah. Um, leave a review or um, even more effective than that is just tell your friends about us. Just be like, hey, listen to this podcast. They're funny and they also say things that help sometimes. Chris, is now the okay time to say that we accept Christmas flan? Mm. Mm. Yes. Or is that next episode? Well, uh, you can say it now. Like just kind of preemptively, like just get Uh in their minds. I love Christmas flan. Right? Yeah. You you heard it here. as long as it's not too eggy. True. You know, every once in a while you get a flan that's like a frittata. Yeah. Well, I'm Christopher Seals, and today I learned that the flavor that I don't like in eggnog may be due to nutmeg. Mm. Uh, I'm John Bennett, and I learned that there's an artist named Meow Wolf, which is not a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) But it should be. You're right. And I'm uh, Pastor Wayne, and I learned that my friend John has no patience for dashes. Mm. <laughs> this has been Spiritual Undirection, reminding you that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks.
You get the dash out of here. <laughs> nice. You get that dash. Get that stinking dash out of my face. I don't even. I don't even say the reindeer's name. You know, <laughs> dude. Your you dash, know, your dashiest dancer. And <laughs> John's the dashiest person I know. 